It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire hitting you guys back up on a Friday. That's right. It is Friday or Friday, whatever the cool kids like to say. Uh, September 14th, two days away, of course, from the start of or really getting into week two of the NFL season. Of course, week two started last night with Thursday Night Football. The Bengals defeated the Ravens 32-23. But, of course, we are now two days away. Um, One o'clock Sunday afternoon, the Panthers kick off on Fox against the Atlanta Falcons. We'll touch on a couple quick notes heading into the game. A couple notes from Ron Rivera's press conference that were pretty interesting. Look at the injury report quick, and then we'll head over to my bookie to make some picks against the spread. Of course, uh, as always, my bookie, great sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. So, so let's jump into it. a couple notes. Let's talk real quick about the Ron Rivera press conference. There was a couple things he talked about that I thought were pretty interesting. One was about Amini Silatolu and talking about how uh, versatile he is. They they asked Ron Rivera about you know uh, the competition at all these spots and how he didn't get a chance to see them in training camp. And Rivera just made note that you have to watch these guys in practice. And he brought up and they specifically kind of talked about Amini Silatolu. And he mentioned how Amelia actually gives them versatility at four positions. He mentioned left guard, right guard, left tackle, and right tackle. And it was they kind of compared them because they asked both about him and Greg Van Roten. So kind of uh, asking how he pretty much makes a decision between uh, those two guys. And he said Van Roten is really a two-hole player, a left guard and center right now for us. So Rivera just talked, just basically said they're just he's gonna, excuse me, he's just gonna continue to look at practice and pretty much just kind of make the decision, uh, really in regards to the starting five on the offensive line, based on what he sees at practice. Is obviously you're kind of jumbling things a little bit. You've got to. You're trying to move pieces around. It certainly doesn't help that Trey Turner uh, continues to miss practice. So that's another reason why you have to, you know, look at all these players and look at the different positions that you can uh, you can put them in. You get the sense right now that Trey Turner is going to get the start at uh, right guard, and Van Roten will probably continue to play at left guard since. You know, it makes sense. If he feels Silatolu is very versatile, is that versatile, you know, he came into the season likely starting at left guard, but Van Roten really doesn't have experience at uh, left guard. He's pl- he's played tackle a little bit, though, too, uh, but he is kind of more of a guard, and again, he's, he's had more experience at the left side. 
at least Silatolu has experience on the right side or, you know, Rivera feels comfortable with him on the right side. So that's likely the direction they're going to go in. And kind of on that same note, they also talked about, or they also asked him about Chris Clark, the veteran that the Panthers just signed earlier this week. And Rivera made a note that Chris Clark is and feels that he actually fits better at left tackle. So this brings up an interesting development because we know Taylor Moten played well at left tackle last week against the Cowboys. Are they going to go ahead and shift? Uh, even Jordan Rodrigue mentioned this scenario as well. Uh, you, we could be lucky. You know, I, I can't sit here and say it's got. It's definitely going to happen, but uh, you have to factor in the possibility of it happening that it would be Chris Clark getting the start at left tackle. You put Greg Van Roten at uh, left guard, Ryan Khalil at center, Amini Silatolu at right guard, and Taylor Moten back at right tackle. Um, and Rivera talked about how really left tackle has kind of been the, the position for Cl Chris Clark. Uh, even a little bit in Houston. Uh, and it kind of makes sense. You know, if you're left-handed, it, I guess naturally it would be more of a fit to play there on the left side. Of course, it would mean you'd really have to get Chris Clark up to speed. You know, not that the veteran couldn't handle it, obviously, but, you know, you, you still have to... I don't want to say you have that concern, but, you know, you still have a guy that's just been brought on the team and he's being thrown in at uh, one of the more important positions on the field. But, again, he's got the veteran leadership. He has plenty of experience between both Denver and Houston at the position. So it's not like he can't handle it. He just has to learn the playbook and just know what he has to do. And then you flip Taylor Moten back to the right side. Look, right side has become just as important as the left side because you've and you know we've we've talked about this before. It's it's not just you know the yeah the left tackle sounds nice because it's the blind spot, but you're still sending pass rushers on the right side as well. So both bookend tackles have to be not just strong run blockers, but strong uh, pass blockers as well. Now, if it, they do go with this front five, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't have a problem with it. Again, you've got you've got the veteran leadership in Clark on one side. You've got Moten, who has already shown he can be an effective tackle on the right side. So you've got your bookend set. You know, you you would still have a question on the interior. Uh, you know, I know people still aren't crazy about Amini Silatolu. Uh, and you're going to have him at right guard. Luckily, right the right guard position isn't more of your pulling uh, position. That's more left guard, so that uh, kind of alleviate that alleviates that problem a little bit. So you know they, they held up well against Dallas, uh, but again, Atlanta is going to be a tough spot because that front four is as good as they come. You know, especially with. Uh, Grady Jarrett there in the middle. Obviously, they don't have Dontari Poe now that he's in Carolina. 
Uh, but Grady Jarrett is still a force. Uh, Devondre Campbell and D or, uh, Devondre Campbell and Duke Riley are solid linebackers. Again, like we talked about yesterday, losing Deion Jones is going to hurt. So, you know, it's not an improbable challenge. I think the Panthers showed that they can they can hold their own. But again, it's it's a different. It's obviously going to be a much different combination this week than it was last week against Dallas. Uh, the nice thing is at least Cielo Tolu is going to kick in instead of playing at right tackle because he didn't really look all that comfortable out there at the right tackle. But right guard at least is uh, a little more comforting for Panthers fans, I would imagine. Uh, but in terms of the injury report, uh, again, we, we talked about Trey, uh, Trey Turner. Still hasn't practiced this week. He missed Wednesday. He missed Thursday, so he's still in the concussion protocol. We'll see what happens Friday. Uh, but, you know, I, obviously Greg Olson listed as did not practice because, again, he's not on injured reserve, so he's still on the active roster. So goes without saying that he didn't practice this week because you're not going to see him for a while. Uh, Curtis Samuel with an illness and Demir Bird with a knee injury also have not practiced yet this week. So Samuel's still battling uh, whatever he's going through. So it looks looks like he's going to miss the second straight game. And then, uh, again, De, uh, Demir Bird now on the list. And then C.J. Anderson actually missed practice Wednesday with an illness. Uh, but he, he must have kicked it uh, pretty quickly because he was a full participant on Thursday. So he looks like he should go. Also on the list... Uh, Vernon Butler was limited Wednesday, but was a full participant Thursday with shoulder injury. And Colin Jones was listed with a knee injury. He was limited Wednesday, full participant Thursday. And then rounding out the injury report, Luke Keekley with a knee injury and Denoris Searcy with a chest injury, but they were both full practice for Wednesday and Thursday, so they're good to go. So really the only guys you're, you're looking at that likely could be out with an injury, Trey Turner, obviously the biggest. He's, like I said, I think a true 50-50. We know Olsen's not going to play. Sammy likely isn't, isn't going to play. Bird, we'll see what he does Friday. But other than that, uh, the Panthers look somewhat, or, you know, they still look pretty good uh, in terms of injuries. For the Falcons, uh, Devontae Freeman held out of practice both Wednesday and Thursday with a knee injury. I mean, you have to figure he's probably going to play. But it, just an interesting note that he didn't he hasn't practiced yet. Uh, Russell Gage with a knee injury and Ben Garland, the guard with a calf injury, also were out Wednesday and Thursday. Isaiah Oliver, the cornerback, with an ankle injury, and Brian Poole, also with an ankle injury, were both limited Wednesday and Thursday. Tight end Austin Hooper, listed with a knee injury. He was limited Wednesday, but full participant Thursday. Um, guard Andy Levitri, elbow injury, was uh, limited on Thursday. And then... Wide receiver Josh or wide receiver Marvin Hall with an ankle injury, long snapper Josh Harris with a hip injury, and running back Ricky Ortiz with a neck injury 
were both listed as full participants Wednesday and Thursday. And then also cornerback Blitty Ray Wilson was added on Thursday as a full participant with a shoulder injury. So uh, obviously, besides the top two, uh, the, the two names, of course, that stand out, the big name that stands out, obviously, is Devontae Freeman not practicing at all. Again, I expect him to play just because he's Freeman. You know, you have Tevin Coleman, but uh, I I would venture to think, unless the injury is serious and he really can't go, I would think Freeman's going to be out there. And then uh, Austin Hooper banged up a bit, but being a full participant Thursday bodes well for his chances of playing. So that's that's where the Falcons and Panthers stand as far as the injury reports go. Again, we'll we'll keep an eye out for Friday, see how things are, uh, as well as because Friday we'll essentially see to who the uh, who the inact or who is in and who is out. And Sunday, of course, will be the inactives. But that's a look at kind of what's going on leading into Sunday's game, uh, injury-wise and offensive line-wise. Uh, we'll get into the my bookie picks first, or before we get out of here. But but first, uh, want to thank them as always. You know, my bookie, a great sponsor of us, because uh, you know, ever since I started doing this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it revolves. What team to bet on this week? And I'm gonna try to get you. I'm gonna try to give you my picks, uh, but obviously it's always tough to say who's gonna win. But listen, if you guys think you know who's going to win, then you gotta check out my bookie because who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie because trust me, guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is very easy to use. Uh, I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to MyBookie because when you win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. So listen, guys. MyBookie is slammed with new bettors, and they want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to pause it after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, They'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. So join now, and MyBookie will also match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code LOCKEDON25 to activate the $25 offer and locked on when creating your account uh, to claim your claim up to $1,000 in free play. So get locked on when creating your account, get up to $1,000 in free play, and use Locked On 25. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., that will get you the extra $25 free play. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take that extra money, because I mean, $25, that's, that's a good amount of money to bet with. Remember, my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's take a look at the week two odds from my bookie and just run through quick and get you guys some picks here. Uh, maybe try to win you guys some money. Uh, if we do, great. If not, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. Uh, so start with Colts and Redskins. Redskins minus five and a half. Uh, I would take the Redskins here. Uh, Colts st- uh, stumbled a bit at the end of the Bengals game, and that was at home. Now they got to go on the road. Redskins looked good on offense last week, and their defense really stepped up. You know, Arizona's offense, I think, is going to struggle, but uh, I like, I kind of like the way the Redskins are going here, uh, and I definitely think they should be able to hold serve here at home against a young uh, and very inexperienced Colts lineup. So I'll take the Redskins, and I'll take the points here, minus 5.5. Falcons, minus 5.5 against the Panthers. I got to take the Panthers here, plus 5.5. That's a big spread, especially for uh, with all the injuries that the Falcons have. Yes, the Panthers have issues on the offensive line, but that's that's still a hefty amount that the Panthers are getting even on the road, and I think the Falcons are going to struggle a bit on defense. I think the Panthers can take advantage of no Deion Jones and no Keanu Neal. So I I definitely think at plus 5.5, that's a nice bet, I think, for the Panthers. So I would take the Panthers with the points here. Uh, Chargers are minus 8 against the Bills. We know the Bills looked terrible last week. They are making the quarterback change, uh, and it is their home opener, but still, they're... uh, their offensive line is not good, and even without Joey Bosa, I think the Chargers can uh, really get to Allen. I think their defense can really shut down the the Bills' offense. Uh, I I would I think I would take the Chargers minus eight here. I think the Chargers should have a you know the the tough call of course is it's a one o'clock Eastern time for a West Coast team, which is always tough. But I I think I would still take the Chargers to win this one pretty comfortably uh texans are minus two against the titans uh titans struggled last week but uh it is their home opener um this this is a tough call i I like you know the texans kind of hung in there against the patriots they had to rally a little bit but it fell short uh but i i think i'm gonna take the titans here at home so i'll take the titans here with the points. Uh, Steelers are minus four and a half against the Chiefs. And you know the Steelers are going to be angry after the way that game ended against the Browns, ending in a tie. Uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger's banged up. I know there's questions about whether or not he's going to play. I think he does play. And I think I think James Conner runs well again. Uh I, I like the Steelers at home here. Uh, minus four and a half, though. I, th- I think I'll take the Steelers here, though, minus four and a half. So I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Jets are minus three against the Dolphins. Hey, if Sam if Sam Darnold plays like he did against the Lions, Jets should have no problem in this one. Um, but I'll, I'll take... I think it'll probably be fairly close, but... Minus three, I think they can win by a, a little more than that. So I'll take the Jets minus three here. Uh, Eagles are minus three and a half against the Buccaneers. 
Buccaneers are a little banged up, actually. There's been talk that they could be without some some top players. Uh, actually, looking at their their injury report real quick. Deshaun Jackson was out Wednesday, was limited Thursday. Brent Grimes hasn't practiced yet. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is banged up a bit. Listen, Nick Foles can't play too much worse than he already has, can he? Um, you know, yeah, the Bucks scored 48 against the Saints, but they also gave up 40. And if the Eagles' offense can get things in gear, uh, I, th- I think their offense should be okay. Give, uh, I'll take the Eagles minus three and a half here on the road. Saints are minus nine and a half against the Browns. If it was Baker Mayfield playing, the Browns could be a lot closer and really make this one fun. We know uh, Terod Taylor uh, struggled a bit. He only went 15-40 to against the Steelers. Uh, But is the Saints defense that bad, or or was the Bucs just that magical in week one? Uh, Sunday will be interesting, but, you know, the the Saints, you kind of feel for the Browns. They're going to be... They're going to be beat up a bit, I think, on on Sunday with the the Saints coming off the way they played. But that's a big spread. I, th- I think the Browns could be competitive in this one, even on the road. I'll take the Browns with the points in this one. Uh, I think it might be, say, a touchdown or a little less. I think the Saints win, but I think it might it could be a little closer than ten points. Rams minus thirteen and a half against the Cardinals. Uh, Boy, Cardinals offense did not look good last week against the Redskins, and that was at home. Now they got to go to L.A., who, um, you know, they they trailed at halftime against the Raiders, but then they really stepped up in the second half, and that secondary played very well. Uh, Marcus Peters, John Johnson, the secondary looks legit. Uh, I, I think the Cardinals could be in trouble in this one. I, I think the Rams could be able to to cover the two-touchdown spread here. Niners minus six against the Lions. Boy, Matthew Stafford looked real bad last week. And uh, I, I think the Niners can bounce back. You know, they were just up against a real good opponent last week in the Vikings. But I think they still played okay. Uh, I'll take the Niners minus six here at home against against the Lions. Patriots minus two against the Jaguars. I'm... Feeling a bit of an upset here. You know, it, it's not going to be m- much of an upset, but uh, I, I think the Jaguars' defense can can cause fits against the Patriots. It's at home. I'm going to go ahead and take the Jaguars in this one in a bit of a minor upset. Uh, Broncos minus six against the Raiders. Uh, the defense defense played well last week. You know, Russell Wilson really had to create some magic as always, but I'll take the Broncos minus six here. Giants and Cowboys. Cowboys are minus three. Uh, Zeke, Zeke Elliott and this offense have to get going. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Cowboys at home here, though, and I'll take them to cover the spread. And Seahawks and Bears. Bears minus three and a half. Uh, Bears are stinging after blowing that big lead against the Packers, but that was against you know Aaron Rodgers. Now, Russell Wilson coming to town, and Russell Wilson obviously is no slouch himself, but uh, I'm, I'm still worried about the offensive the offensive line and and some of the weapon. You know, I mean, 
Doug Baldwin, obviously a star, and Tyler Lockett played well, but I still worry about the offensive line and the Bears. You know, they still have, especially with Khalil Mack, I think they're going to get after Russell Wilson. Uh, I th- it, I, I, the Russell Wilson factor makes it close, though. I'll take the Bears, but I don't. I'm going to say they don't cover. I'm going to take the Seahawks with the points here. Um, so I'll say the Bears win by like a point or two. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, but so there's my picks from my bookie. Um, I wouldn't rely too much on them. I'm kind of a kiss of death, but they're my picks, uh, sticking to them. So if you want to take some of them, well, it's your money. Uh, but again, you can get some free money from my bookie if you uh, wait till 7 o'clock, use the promo code LOCKEDON25. And deposit at least $100 and you get an extra $25 in free pay play. So you can use that money to bet my picks as well. So then if you lose, you can you could say, well, it was house money. Uh, but nonetheless, good luck if you do bet. Uh, enjoy the games. Um, we'll, of course, be back next week to wrap up. Hopefully another victory Monday for the Panthers. Uh, hopefully they start 2-0. If not, well, still early in the season. But nonetheless, like I said, enjoy the Enjoy the games, enjoy the college games, and listen, if you guys are in the Carolinas, please stay safe. Um, I know the hurricane is just about to make landfall. Um, luckily, it, is, it has been downgraded. Last I heard, it's a, a Category 2. But nonetheless, if you're in the Carolinas, please stay safe. If you've evacuated, good. Uh, thank God. Good for you guys. Just do whatever you can to, to stay safe and... Just whatever you guys have to. So, But other than that, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll be back Monday to wrap up week two of the Panthers and the Falcons. So until next time, Bill Rossetti. Follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And follow the podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast listening pleasure. Thanks as always, and we'll see you Monday right here on L.O.P. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.